When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back. We got a hot seat. Our NASA correspondent's here. And Marcus Hayes has put together a list now because he has had a lot of ups and downs with sports figures in this town. Mm -hmm. He will tell you the ones he liked the most and the ones he didn't. Mm. Oh, there's some nasty names on there. Coming up, save it. Not yet, Marcus. It's a long list, but we're going to cut the list down. On the line, and I saw this video right after the Eagles' victory, Mike Garofalo, mm-hmm. at one time many years ago, I'll a producer in- here at WIP, yep. he covered the Giants up in New York for a number of years as a newspaper guy and then found great success at the NFL Network, and he was on the field talking to A.J. Brown, and now he's on the line talking to us. Hi, Mike. Angelo, I'm dying to hear that market list, by the way, so I'm going to have to tune in uh, after I'm off the air. It's got a lot of nasty names on there. Mike, let's start with this. You are on the field. You are at the game on Sunday. Um, A.J. Brown looks a lot happier in Philly than he did in Tennessee. Is that right? Uh, It's one of the more uh, head-scratching decisions by a franchise to let that guy go because, uh, you know, the the, the most – interesting part to me is like the contract was exactly where you'd expect it to be a lot of times like a team will say well we're not going to pay that guy that money but somebody else will so we'll trade him away the eagles paid him right where you would expect him to get paid i mean any other team would have lined up to do it uh so i just don't understand uh, tennessee's reasoning but aj brown could not have picked a better scenario and a better start to his first season with his new team the guy is I just when when I asked him about the fans and the way that he paused and just smiled before he gave the answer, uh, you can tell it is just an incredibly genuine relationship between him and the fan base right now. Yeah, Mike, are you surprised, and if so, by how much by what the Eagles are doing this year at twelve and one? Yeah, I mean, coming in, we knew that the schedule was going to line up. As a matter of fact, anytime I, I mentioned it to the folks in that building, it was like, Shh, "Don't jinx it," <laughs> like you know. But they knew that they could get off to a fast start. Um, I, I think we looked at some of the games that were coming later on. We said, well, right, well they, then it gets real when they face the Packers and when they face the Titans. Um, one, those games are both at home. Two, those teams really have not been the kind of uh, teams that we thought they were going to be uh, at this point of the season. So, um, yeah, it, it's the, the way that they're handling business, and now you're starting to look out and say, you know, at what point can they wrap it up? They've got the – because they, they do face the Giants again in Week 18, and when I was discussing that game, I said, who knows what that game's going to mean to the Eagles. Now, mm. the Cowboys remain hot on their tails here, uh, so there's a little margin for error, um, but it really is incredible to see what they're doing and to see what Jalen Hurts is doing, really. All right, so, Mike, tell us – I mean, you cover the whole league. How big a threat do you see the Cowboys to the Eagles? 
Yeah, I mean they're a threat. Um, it's the, the Eagles do have some games here, like the, you know the Saints game at home that they should be able to take care of. Uh, the Bears on the road that shouldn't be a problem. Um, so so Dallas is going to have the harder time keeping up with the Eagles and uh, winning that game certainly on on Christmas Eve. But they they are they're a well balanced team. They're a well coached team. I, I never understood the. You know, Mike McCarthy doesn't deserve to be a head coach and can't wait till Sean Payton takes over for him. Mike McCarthy is a terrific head coach. You know, everybody remembers what they last saw. And what they last saw in Green Bay was a team that it was just time. It was done. Time to move on. It kind of reminded me of Andy Reid last year in Philly, where it was just time uh, for both sides to split. So I think he's done a really terrific job. I, I always say this. It's really hard to be the head coach of the Cowboys. That is a high-profile job and you've got an owner that's involved in everything uh that makes it really difficult so i I think mccarthy's done a really nice job they've got talent they're well coached particularly on the defensive side of the ball uh they're an interesting team to watch for sure all right i gotta run something by you mike because we in this city you know we're not happy unless we're unhappy and right now we're not happy with the lack of respect we're hearing in uh especially at espn toward the eagles and I want you to hear something Steve Young said last night on ESPN about the Eagles because uh, he was talking about the Cowboys and how big a threat they are. Listen to what Steve Young said. Well, the weakness that is they're new. It's new to them. Yeah. If they're in the deep water of the NFL and, they're, and, and it looks like they're going to be there for a while. It's just that they haven't been there. So the idea they get into a first playoff game, maybe the Cowboys beat the Bucks on the road uh, and then go to Philadelphia. You don't think the Cowboys could rise up and beat the Eagles, and you go, oh, yeah, I yeah. guess that could happen. So until they kind of pound people back in January and February, that's the deep water they're hanging in. I don't see any reason why not, but it's kind of things like you got to do it till you do it. Mike, he's saying the Eagles are an unproven, but what did the Cowboys prove? They haven't won anything in 30 years. I, I'm, I, I'm having trouble following that, to be honest with you, but yeah. I, I guess what he's, <laughs> what he's saying is Mike McCarthy has the experience, the big game experience, yeah. the ring. Listen, I get that, and sometimes that's a thing. And sometimes it's not a thing, right? Go back to Doug Peterson and that yep. coaching staff a couple of years ago because sometimes it's good to have that ignorance of you've never been there, right? Sometimes you play a little differently and a little loosely because you haven't been there, and sometimes the experience leads you to tighten up and you realize the magnitude of the stage. I, I never know which way to go on experience. It's just really it's an individual-type situation. There's certainly experience on the roster, Big game experience with uh, key pieces on this team. Um, and, and I would say this about the quarterback, and, and, and this is what we said coming into the season, he's so even-keeled and he worked so hard that, to me, he was definitely going to get better. The question was how much better was he going to get. His even-keeled nature, I, I don't see him getting rattled. And, by the way, they played in the playoffs last year. I mean, did we forget about that? It's not like they have no experience uh, in the postseason. So I, I don't get that at all. Um, I, I just I think they're really, really, really well coached and well organized. The way that Nick Sirianni has that operation running down there, uh, I, I continue to hear nothing but good things about the organization, the way they implement game plans. They're doing a terrific job. I, I, I can't lean on the lack of experience as, as a knock on them. Mike, I want you, you talk to all the quarterbacks in the league. You know how mm-hmm. different they are. This guy here. We can't get over how stoic he is, how yeah. focused he is. Is he unusual compared to the other qu- quarterbacks that you deal with? Yeah, I, I don't. I, there's no ego either. That's the other thing. I mean, even even the guys that are and, and ego tends to have a negative connotation, right? But there's a 
um, there's a positive to it when you're a quarterback and you're an NFL player. You know, usually these guys have these kinds of personalities. I don't see that with him. He just he works so hard. I, you know, I, I explained this the other day uh, on our NFL game day morning show. Um, you know, it's the second year with the same offense, same coordinator. That cannot be stated enough because, you know, last year he would kind of go in at halftime and they'd say, all right, here's what we're seeing, Jalen. Here's what we're going to do in the second half. And now it's like he's the one giving the input because he's seen it before. He's got that experience. He's going in. He's talking to, you know, Nick Sirianni, uh, offensive coordinator Shane Steichen, passing game coordinator Kevin Petullo, and he's saying, hey, here's what I'm seeing. Here's what they're trying to do to me. Here's where the leverage is. Like, we should do this, right? And, and so when, when they see that, they realize, boy, he's really seeing it right now, and that's why he's taking that next step as a passer. I thought one of his more impressive passes the other day was an incompletion. He threw one to Devontae Smith down by the end zone. It oh. was an incredible ball. He just had to happen to have a foot out. And if you can't see how far along he's come as, as a passer and how much he's proven people wrong, and I'm going to raise my hand. I'm in that group. I didn't think he'd be where he is right now. If you haven't seen it and you can't see it, I, I don't know what to tell you. Mike, uh, Paul, Mike, one last thing, because you are from our area and you are Italian. Seven fish Christmas <laughs> Eve, but we got a football game, Eagles at Dallas. Yeah. How do we balance these two things? What are you going to do? How are you going to handle that? Well, uh, so I spent uh, Thanksgiving down there. I'm going to be up here, uh, North Jersey, for uh, Christmas Eve probably. Right. Um, and so I married into a Cuban family. And what they do on Christmas Eve is the opposite. They throw as much meat at you as you possibly can handle <laughs> meat? on Christmas Eve. Wow. Yeah, pork. Uh, they're, they're roast pork. So uh, wow. it's a little sacrilegious what I'm doing, but I'm doing it to keep the peace in the household. I think you would understand. <laughs> oh, 100%. Mike, you're yeah. doing awesome work at NFL Network, and it was so cool to see you on the field there with the Eagles. Mike, thank you, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Ange. Enjoy your holiday, okay? Mike Garofalo, Al, with some great insights into Hurts. No ego, Al. A quarterback in the NFL with no ego. I don't know. Well, all right, he's <laughs> hiding it then. Yeah. But he's, he's doing a good job of yeah, that. Yeah, he doesn't oh, gloat at all. What a thing. He's Kevin's good. up next from Roxborough. Hi, Kev. Hey, what's up? Kevin, what's on your mind today? Well, first of all, I just want to start out by saying thank you for everything you did for me. The radio station has been enjoyed listening to you. I hope you enjoy your retirement life. And I know all your fans and your coworkers will miss you. My coworkers will not miss me, and I only did it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, well, Kevin. Go ahead, Kevin. So, so, this is Jalen Hurts. He will be the MVP. I think he will be the MVP for the Super Bowl. Okay. And I think he will probably get two more MVPs in the next four years. Well, Al Morgetti will get some money if that happens because he brought nice. in on uh, Jalen Hur uh, Hurts MVP at plus 250. Yep. So you're going to make two and a half times whatever you bet out. Nice. That's good money for Morganti. That's nice. All right. Yeah, it's good, it's good money. All right. So, so, Kevin, give me somebody in sports from Philadelphia you love. I would have to go way back and say Gene Hart. Gene Hart. Interesting choice. Man, you know, Al. One thing about our announcers, our broadcasters, we don't forget them, right? Yep. Harry Callis and Gene Hart are both been named. They go through generations. They really do because they can take, unlike a player who maybe get 10 or 12 years, broadcasters get 40 or 50 years. And then we got LA, can do both. LA. 
Well, now you're giving things out. Now you're giving names out. Kim's up in South Philly. Hi, Kim. Hold up, Jeff. I'm on, on the call. Hey, How you hey, doing, how you doing, Kim? What's happening, Kimmy? Look, just like everybody been saying this morning, Tuesdays at 8 o'clock, I really enjoy because when I was about 9 or 10 years old, Philadelphia broke my heart when they got rid of Maurice Cheeks. Not until Brandon Graham came to Philadelphia have I had a player that I really, really like like that. And I, I'm glad that, uh, listen, uh, oh, my Lord, what's the child name there? Ava told everybody how to tweet. But that's what I've been doing all day because wow. we realize that that man has the potential to not only be a pro bowler this year, double-digit sacks, mm. win the Super Bowl, and be Walter Payton Man of the Year. Wow. That is a great yeah. way to put it. Kim, what is it about him that you love so much? Well, for me, I like Michigan. I'm a Big Ten <laughs> person. So anybody from Michigan going to grab my attention. But honestly, I listened to my brother. When he played in the Senior Bowl, and my brother said, yo, look at this dude. I'm telling you, Kim, he going to be somebody. And my brother ain't never stared me wrong not man day in his life. What did your brother say the first couple of years? Because we were calling him a first-round boss, and then he turned out to be a godsend. Uh, a lot of people couldn't understand why he didn't make a quick transition to the NFL. Because with everything, Injuries is a learning too. curve. Yes, yeah. thank you. 2010? But he came in 2010, then about the year after that, he didn't play. We already had somebody yep. that played his position. He, This is what happens when you mature. There are some people who are okay. talented, just boom, right out the gate. And sometimes you don't see them no more. This dude is 34 years old, came back from an Achilles, and limited reps. Let's, think, let's talk about that. My, Mike used to call here all the time and talk about how, oh, he's not this, he's not that. What has he done for us lately? Whenever this dude gets in the game, he impacts it immediately. Yep. It's three games left, and he only needs one and a half sacks. He got he got three sacks on 29 snaps. That's, <laughs> That's amazing. amazing. At 34 years old. Kim, give me somebody you love in sports. Like I already said. Maurice will always, like, that's my dude, Maurice Cheeks. Maurice Cheeks is a great one. 215-592-949. If we come back, we got somebody on the hot seat, and Clifford W. Leds is here, Al. He's been sending me pictures from the moon expedition. We sent somebody on the moon, and then he showed me when they splashed down. Well, they didn't splash. There's no water there, is there? No, where they landed was in the water. Oh, when they came back. And, And he's sending me this stuff. Oh, I mean, is that exciting? For him. <laughs> How about you? 215 592. It's not like I'm ignoring it. Anyway. <laughs> All right, welcome back. 924. Clifford W. Letts on NASA Correspondents here, Al. He has been following the Artemis mission. Mm-hmm. Because, Al, it is, we are attempting to uh, get ready to go back on the moon. Because I guess when we went up there about 50 years ago, well, we left some unfinished business. Okay. Well, there's more. Cliff, there's yes. more things to explore up on the moon? Yes, there's the, the mining. And it's also a practice for when we go to Mars. So everything, everything we can do. We're only four days away from the moon. Mars, we're six months away. So, All right, uh, so this would be, we'll learn, uh, bring some of the equipment over to the moon and try it out. Yes, and this, this was a collaboration between 12 different countries. 
Mostly, oh, wow. Yeah. The uh, service module was built by uh, Airbus of Germany. So Germany has a, a, a part in this, too. And So the ship went around the moon, but it didn't land on it. Yeah, it actually went 40,000 miles past the moon. It made uh, many circles. And then it, the, the closest to the surface, they were 75 miles. So that's the landing approach, what they would, would uh, normally go to. But And they plunked into the water, the yeah, ocean? Yeah, they, they landed in the Pacific. But this thing has everything. And it also has it has uh, Alexa AI, so they tried It's got that. Alexa in yeah. the capsule? It's got a, Ways. The, the, the equivalent of a uh, crash dummy. Like old days, they used to use monkeys, you know, but that's that. I clear. So I remember the old 50 years ago when the original astronauts were coming down. And they would do it like uh, they would do three orbits around the Earth and then they would land in the ocean. Yeah. And no one knew where they were. And then they had to find them. Well, that was days before GPS. uh, All right. But now they they did do the same thing here. They plunked into the ocean. They're actually coming back from the moon at 25,000 miles an hour. That's faster Uh, than anything. Tell me, what's that like when you hit the water? Well, the guys I talked to said it's a pretty good jolt. It's kind of like being in a car accident with really good airbags. No, so you're (laughs) going to get whiplash. Yeah, it comes down about 40 miles an hour, though. Coming down, even mm. with the parachutes, yeah, you're smashing into the ocean. If you hit a wave, boom! What's better than no parachute? <laughs> well, Thanks, the, Al. The, the Boeing that's going up uh, in February yeah. land, lands on the ground with airbags. Really? And it's going to land in the desert, yeah. Wow. Now, really? you are, uh, the way I understand is this was happening right around the time of the Eagles game? Yeah, it was 12 It was a good pregame show. I didn't have to watch the talking heads tell me. I had so to you watched the, other team, the you know? capsule, and then you watched the Eagles. Right to the Eagles, yeah. That, that's a full That's a full afternoon. <laughs> Absolutely. Clip. Good job, man. I love it. All right, Ava Graham. Who's on today's hot seat? Well, it's not a hot seat at all, Angelo. Today, Brandon Graham is on the love seat. Love seat. Brought to you by Xfinity, the fastest internet in Philadelphia and the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Lounge. Love seat. There are so many reasons to love Brandon Graham, and at 34, he just keeps getting better. He has eight and a half sacks with three games left. His career high nine and a half happened in what year? 2017. The Super Bowl beer. The year he made one of the most memorable plays that changed the lives of Eagles fans everywhere. The strip sack that saved our Super Bowl. Taking down Tom Flippin' Brady. I've been lucky enough to get to know Brandon over the years. And though he's a monster on the field, he's one of the most genuine players I've had the pleasure of meeting. Family man, always doing good for others and a constant light of positive energy. He has gone out of his way to help me and my career here at WIP. So I'm so happy he's nominated for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. And though we can't help influence that vote, we can support Brandon and help him win the charity challenge. The player with the most votes will receive a $25,000 donation to the charity of their choice. You can only vote on Twitter by tweeting out hashtag WP. M-O-Y challenge, followed by Brandon's Twitter handle, at BrandonGram55. So come on, Eagles fans. Help prove why you're the best fans in all the land. Love seat. That was a live version. Oh, Lord. And uh, Cindy Webster, can I just say this, Al? Based on the way she did that. Yeah. She needs somebody. Oh, boy. She needs a boyfriend. <laughs> we go down one. that road. You need a boyfriend. You need a boyfriend. I don't know. I'm running out of time. 
How you, do I take one more stab at this? One month you have. I got one month. About. Maybe not even. Who knows how long this is going to no, go? No, it's going to February. Yeah, that, that first love seat that you said, L.L. Sorry. Whew. Hot. Yeah, got, got got hot in here real quick. Yeah. Uh, Miguel is on the line next. Hi, Miguel. Hey, hey, how you doing, Angela? I'm I'm 12 and 1, so I'm doing pretty damn well, actually. You damn right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Angelo. Oh, where's my list? I had a list, man. A you have a list of what? What's your list, Miguel? Okay. First thing was the guy who was calling about fear. Yeah. Everybody is going to fear us. Mm-hmm. We're 12 and 1. And when we come to their town, they're like, oh, huh, what the hell are we going to do with them? Boy, I okay. hope that happens. Christmas, my entire holiday is riding on that game. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be no fun to be around if the Eagles, if something bad happens on the Christmas Eve. You're a party now. I know it. Oh, yeah, and that, that party is about to end. I, Miguel, I got to have that win. I got to. I got to. Oh, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. No problem. All right. Rhea. Yes. Don't worry about those no pork eaters. Because they eat all our stuff first, and then they eat the pork last. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm no, pork. worried about them. <laughs> what I've learned about the pork today is it's delightful. I love pork. Al enjoyed the pork as well. Yeah, very good sandwich. Hey, Angelo. What? When you retire, are you going to still get up? No. No, he's going to be dead. <laughs> are you still going to get well, up? <laughs> prior to my demise, which yeah. Al is predicting not long after I retire, I will be getting up no earlier than 9.30. And I've already instructed Rhea and Joe DeCameron, Joe Wechter, make sure the last 15 minutes of the show is great because that's when I'll be listening. I'm going to be listening because you're going to be, you know, like, they're messing up this show. What are you going to be doing? (laughs) I'm telling you right now, Miguel, I'm going to lead a life of leisure. Leisure. And my wife, and then I will just be such a fun family man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great, man. Well, I, I, I wish you the best. It's my first time calling, and I wish you the best of luck, man. All right, Miguel, let's get you a yeah. prize today. Who do you love in Philadelphia sports? Oh, man. Hmm. One name, well, past one. or present. Past you're pre- number one. I'm number one. I Honorable, put- yes. No, if, as long as you got me, you have a shot. Put that down. Rhea's a judge. I think you got a shot. Yeah, no. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of respect here between the two of us. Ron's up next from Delanco. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, Ange. How you doing today? I'm doing great, Ron. What's up? Listen, great interview with with Brandon Graham. I mean, just phenomenal. He is one of my favorite players, absolutely. And I I so hope they give him another year to come back. Yeah, me too. Marcus, what's your read on that? Do you think he gets another year here based on what he's done this year? I, I don't think they're sentimental. Yeah. And I think that they have enough on their defensive line Ooh. where they where they say, oh, you know what, we got we to gotta allocate our resources. And you know the main reason he can't come back? You got to pay the quarterback. Yeah. And and you probably got to pay the running back too, right? Well, again, I, I don't think yeah. they're real sentimental, and they think that running backs are replaceable, and they got the no, all no. Picks. Hold on a minute. You're saying that Miles Sanders is not a sure thing to be resigned? No, oh, absolutely not. Yeah, no. Miles Sanders is good. No, yeah. Miles Sanders is outstanding. He's one of the five best in the league right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, but he's, he's a running round back pick, and he's <laughs> he's been one of the yeah. ten best in the league since right. he got picked. So what you're saying is, yeah. win now. Why you still have you have a quarterback who's not expensive? Every year is a one-year window in the NFL. Wow, 
That is interesting stuff. Ronnie, give me the player, the person that you love the most in sports. If anybody's had ever the pleasure to meet this gentleman, one of the greatest people and the fans of the Eagles, and the voice of the Eagles, Merle Reese. Oh, he is <laughs> he is an extraordinary I, man. Ron, you're 100% right. I'm glad somebody named him. Al, three of the iconic broadcasters of all time are already on our list, right, yep, Gene Hart? And you, yep. Harry Callis. <laughs> no, well, no. <laughs> Al, do me a favor. What? Just remove me from the list. I, I put him at the top. Um, I am well aware of Rhea's overall feelings. And... Yeah, the odds aren't good. You get better than plus 250 on that one. The odds are definitely not that good. <laughs> Jeff is up next from Bristol. Hi, Jeff. Hey, let me take you off speaker one moment. All right, Jeff. Jeff is on speaker. Al, he's in Bristol. Going? It's going great, Jeff. How are you? Good. I'm out getting some fresh air. I'm sitting in the sun, you know, working on my tan. Huh? Working on Where your tan, you? it's like 40 degrees out. No, no, no. I'm out in the suburbs. It's like 20. It, it dropped down like 19 last night. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good time to get the sun. I love it, Jeff. I'll be doing that, too, in a couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're not 12-1. and one, We're 12-0-1 oh, with the tie going to the referees of Washington. Yeah, 100%. Jeff, as this season gets deeper in, that face mask they oh, missed God. is going to get Bigger and bigger mm -hmm. and bigger. How do you miss that face mask? Yeah, it was unbelievable. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess you can't win them all, but, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, it, it was an early Christmas gift. You know, if you took the over, you know, you got paid, and they're going to win the division, you're going to get paid. And, and if they win the uh, NFC, everybody's going to get paid. Well, everybody got paid Sunday. That Boston Scott TD cost these bookies. It's dead. Oh Everybody bet him because he always <laughs> scores against oh, the that, Giants. You, you know how I got a bunch of people oh. that use parlays with that? Of course. And it was, they no, won. That, one that, guy won that, a that ton touched, of money. That touchdown yeah. buried them. It did. Yes. I didn't even think of that. Jeff. Me, with me, real quick, with me, Angelo, it's not about the money. It's no. about the rings. You know what I mean? Me too. I'm a winner. <laughs> so are you, Jeff. Jeff, give me somebody you loved in Philadelphia sports. This is kind of an out-of-the-box one, if you know what I'm saying. Number 69, Jenna Jameson. No. I don't, oh, who's that? Jenna Jameson was a porn actress. I don't know if I'm going to recover from that Jenna phone call. Jameson. I believe. Yeah. Hi. I believe that's who he was referring to. I believe. I, let's, um, <laughs> and the fact that I would know that is somewhat <laughs> alarming as well. Uh, when we return... Now, Marcus, you have put together a couple of lists here. I have. What have you done? Because Marcus Al, in his day, has yeah. been an active media guy. And by active, I mean he's made some friends and a couple of enemies. Oh. Along, right? So, Marcus, what are these lists you're going to give up? I have a list of the most affable current Eagles. Most likable. The list of maybe the most affable significant players in my Philadelphia experience. All right. That's 25, 30 and your years. favorite. Right. The my least favorite All right, it is uh, 942. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I began the show today by decreeing that this uh, 2022 Philadelphia Eagles team is the most likable I have encountered in the 35 years I was here. Al's mm -hmm. been here with me. He agreed with me mm -hmm. that of all the different teams that have been here, there is there are no people to dislike. Yeah. There are people to love like Kelsey and, and Brandon Graham. And, and even your new quarterback, Jalen Hurts, who is so focused and committed to winning. 
and the coaches who share with you their lives, they don't block you out the way mm-hmm. Andy Reid and all the other guys that we had here did. These are the most likable people you will ever meet. So Marcus Hayes was listening to this, and Marcus Hayes was going, well, we're doing a contest on this too. Why don't I get a list together? Because you've known these people more closely than we are. And you have a list here. Let's start with your list of the most likable current players okay. or people. I got a top 10. Number 10, Devontae Smith. Number 9, Jake Elliott, the kicker. Ooh. Number 8, TJ Edwards, the middle linebacker. Ooh. Number 7, um, I'm sorry, Hassan Reddick. Really, Temple. Really good. Temple University. Double-digit sacks, three different teams. He's got 10 already. Number 6, Jordan Mailata. Number five, believe it or not, Brandon Graham. Only number five. Only five? <laughs> yes. This four ahead of Graham. Lane Johnson, number four. He's a great singer. A.J. Brown, number three. Darius Slay, number two. Yep. And number he one. He just goes by Slay. Slay. <laughs> <laughs> number one. In your hearts and on IP, Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's a great list. It's a great No argument at all. They're all. That you could name ten people on a team. That you love. Just the players. You usually That's a lot. You usually can't name 10 people in the city. No. On the and four he's teams. got 10. That proves what I said. All right, what about all time? Give all me time. all time most likable. Biggest upset, Michael Vick. Very likable guy. Yeah. Yeah. Rodney Pete. Everybody remembers him from the, what was it, 96 Detroit Lions yeah. uh, playoff win. Brent Selleck. Troy Vincent. Kimo Timonen. Spectacular guy oh, in the locker room. Nice guy. Was he? Yeah. Really nice guy. Um, Doug Glanville. Remember Doug Glanville played center field? Namde Asamoa, another controversial. No, he had lunch in the car. I know. And it, right afterward, he was incredibly pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a good lunch. Brent Selleck. Really, really great guy. Yeah. Zach Ertz is fine. Brent Selleck was way better. Oh. Way better. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know about the popularity of him in, in this town, but he is kind of a native Troy Vincent. And, of course, number one, Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins. So and there's no one who doesn't love Brian Dawkins. All right, finally. And this is really uh, the only thing I care about. I know. Uh, these are <laughs> the most unpleasant individuals you have dealt with in Philadelphia sports. Mike Richards and Chris Pronger on the same team. Incredibly difficult people to deal with. Can you love, confirm that, Al? I love Pronger. Yeah, right. there, there was a, Pronger is a very uh, – like you're either here Pronger or Pronger and Richards. or there. All right, okay. Uh, Terrell Owens, Sean Jackson, kind of the same kind yeah. of difficulty. Right. Cliff Lee. Very Cliff awesome. Lee yeah. always came across as a jerk to me. Yeah. As yeah. baseball. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he ever said. I hated him. Alan well, Iverson. Very, very hot and cold, but mostly cold and mostly dismissive. Well, of, you, of you, you have problems. I had an issue with him, but he had, I had an issue with him. I had an issue with Brian Mitchell too. We're, we're we're boys now. B. Mitch is my man. Right, and these two unquestionable, Mike Mamula, Mike Mamula, caveman, in his day as a player, Pat Burrell had to grow into the role. Probably took him ten years to become kind of a leader in the clubhouse. By far. The least approachable, least likable, maybe least liked person in Philadelphia in 25 years, Jonathan Papelbon. Oh. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that is so great. Oh, Jonathan Papelbon, what a horrible person. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something. We work with Ruben Amaro, Marcus, and every once in a while, out of the blue, 
He apologizes for Papo. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a compulsion. I mean, anybody Bryce Harper wants to choke? What yeah. an awful guy. <laughs> I'm with Bryce out. Harper. <laughs> and I'm not saying he wasn't a great closer because in his Got the day records. he was. Yeah. But he was a horrible individual. Oh, the worst. Thank you. <laughs> we are all on the yeah. same page with Jonathan Papo. Delightful list. Write columns about this stuff. I love it. <laughs> Only the negatives up. <laughs> TR is up. Hi, TR. Angelo. What do you got for me, TR? A win. I have a win for you, man. We got another win. I hope this is not a. I hope this is a scheduled win. So you had a scheduled <laughs> loss. No, so we don't do that in they, football. I think they set us up, man. If we win the Super Bowl again, man, I'm happy for you. Thank whoever did it, man. Give us the schedule, but we're gonna do the thing. So I don't, I don't have us lose. I'm hoping that we go ahead and just give it, give her this, this, uh, this, this, this walkover game right here. It should be an easy game right here for us. No, don't look at it that no. way. Don't look at it that way. They got a they got a quarterback who runs great. You gotta know, be sure. Our defensive line will stop the run. They too big. They ain't gonna be to get around it. You know? I just hope. I hope the Eagles get a nice lead early and force them to screw yeah, things up. Because they just want to do. I just wanted to go. You know, get a lead early and then I'll come back and give us another nail biter. I'm tired of biting my nails. You know. I gotta <laughs> say, the last two weeks have been a lot of fun. There've been no nails bitten. Mm-hmm. It's been very fun. Enough. By the third quarter, I'm not even texting Rhea anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I T R. Give me a somebody in sports you love. Here in Philadelphia? Yep. Uh, uh, how about um, Nick Foles? Nick Foles. No oh, one named Nick named Foles him. till now. Oh, my God. Rob is up next. Hi, Rob. How's it going, Angela? Going super, Rob. How you feeling? Amazing. I have a bet for you. I hope you'll take me up on it. Okay. All right. Howie Roseman trades the Saints pick back. 50 bucks. Wait a minute. You you're gonna bet that Howie will trade back in the draft? Not back to the Saints, back in the draft, yeah. He's gonna go he's right now he's at number five. You're yeah. saying he'll go back further? He's going back. Yeah, no way he's keeping it at five. Why? There's just too much on the table for him to like do not do what he did last year. All right. No, I uh, first of all, I won't be here. <laughs> so you don't care. So, so, <laughs> but, but Rob, uh, I it depends. I hope it really not. it really depends on how Bingo. many holes they think they're going to have to I fill. I hope not. They, with... there, there's always holes. This is where you can get a great. Oh, player. you can, you can. And you, if you're going to trade back, you're, you're decreasing the opportunity to get that player. But where do you? I hope not. Where on this roster do you need a great player that's not going to be on the roster next year? Maybe for money. No, you yeah, just but, yeah, but I'm saying for back. money. No. I might need yeah. a running back. They ain't taking a running back at number five. No, 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 no. I'm not no. betting on the Eagles. I'm betting on Howie. Right, right. We understand. What do I need? I need. Uh... You got a lot. I mean, you just spent. Oh, you spent lots of assets at every single position. Hmm. You know, unless you want to. Tra- unless you want to retain James. I mean, are you going to resign I'll, James yeah. Bradbury? That, that, oh, I love guy. James Bradbury. Yes, I'm be signing him. Second okay. round quarterback. In fact, Al, I'm signing all of them, and then I'm doctoring. <laughs> Al's a troublemaker. Al, we need a backup. Al, would you stop it? Al, stop it. Rav, I need who you love in sports. Only who we love right now. We don't always love him, but we love him right now. Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman, get him down. Joe, who do you love? <laughs> I like. I love Zach Ertz, man. Zach Ertz. I mentioned. Him. Put him down. Jason, who do you love? <laughs> Charlie Manuel. Got him. Mentioned. Got him. Out. Not going to win. Jody. I'm not the judge. I hope you know. Jody. Jody, who do you love? I love Andy Reid. 
<laughs> I'm not going to win. I just cut him off. I literally cut him yeah. off. Rick, who do you love? Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley's oh, yeah. a good one. Go. That's a good one. Matt, who do you love? Uh, um, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Nobody wow. said Bryce until now. Daniel, who do you love? I do love him. The Kembe Matumbo. The Kembe oh. Matumbo. You going to sex Matumbo. That's not what I, the line was. It was no. who wants to. Who okay. wants to sex Matumbo. I just wanted to say sex and Matumbo. <laughs> when, you, when you interviewed him, it was just so He great. was great. Was so All right. Good. While Rhea ponders her option, we will now turn to somebody we don't love, the Dallas Cowboys. And Al, they will be featured on Christmas Eve. They will. And Fox has already developed a promo. Here it is. Twas the night before Christmas at Jerry Jones' house. And you can bet your last dime that he will be soused. Dallas sucks. Are you listening? Their demise you'll be witnessing. Their orbit will write. The eagles take flight. ESPN will finally understand. If you believe in Santa Claus... You'll believe ESPN's bullshit analytics. ESPN, you must be high. Don't you know those boys will die? Ah, ha, 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 ho, ho, ho. And Jerry Jones paid for all three. Oh, 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 everyone knows. Oh, 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 boys are gonna blow it. Nearing the playoffs, choke, choke, choke. You know this team's a friggin' joke. Jerry World will be filled with the famous Dallas alumni. Michael the Irvin, he was way out of control. With a new crack pipe and a runny nose, he played his last year on parole. In the owner's box, watch Chris Christie's breast jiggle all the way. It's the most fraudulent team of the year. Season's beatings. Watch the Eagles crush the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. Jerry Jones has been drinking. He's blacked out drunk again. But he's still making so much more sense than the crew at ESPN. See Dallas in the Christmas spirit as Prescott leaves a Yule log on the field. Christmas Eve on Fox. Oh, there you have it. And I want to point oh, out that dear. some of the things said in there are mere allegations yeah, that are, remain just, unproven. It's just for entertainment ma- purposes. That was a masterpiece. That I see Joe Conklin with the City Rhythm Orchestra at the Adler Theater at Westchester University, JUA 27th and 28th. For tickets, go to joeconklin.com. Rhea, are you ready with the four most beloved Philadelphia sports figures? I am. Number four, right. it's an Eagle Jalen Hurts name and number T-shirt. Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Number three, get the $50 Visa gift card. Charlie Manuel. Wow. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> Number three, pair of tickets to see a couple of legends, Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks at the link on June 16th. You want tickets, Ticketmaster.com. They go on sale this Friday. I named a cat after him once. B-Doc. B-Doc. And number one. Beating B-Doc. One of the first Philly Trey Turner jerseys, courtesy of New Era Philly's team store at Simpsons Bank Park. It's open Tuesday to Saturday, year-round. 
You can sit down. Well, it's thought, not you. It wasn't me. <laughs> oh, come on. Get ready to take a bow. I was, I, I, I was told Joe Wecker said, Stan, this is your moment. This is one of my all-time favorites because I didn't know what to expect from him, and I got to know him just a little bit later in his life. Darren Dalton. Darren Absolutely Ray. one of the most genuine people yeah. I've ever met. What a awesome. shock. Yeah. Once again, a woman picks Darren <laughs> Dalton. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> it's time to do a wrap. That's so true. I hadn't thought you about know, that. You know, <laughs> real quick, my dad had Darren Dalton call my sister. She was her favorite player. Yeah. Don't you know? My mom grabbed the phone out yeah. of her hand. She was like 10. The line of the day is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. This was a request from Marcus Hayes. Now, Al never values broadcasters on the same level as players. Which is a good players. thing he's not is in Is that charge. correct, Al? Mm-hmm. You do that. You oh, always think, players oh, that's what? players. No, but the- Broadcasters uh, go generation to gen. It's not fair. They have longer. Wow. Look at you. All right. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you don't- You don't-